Amen. You may please have your seat. Father, thank you. Oh, glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Pastor, it is wonderful to worship the Lord together. Amen. Heaven will be great. Amen. You don't have any reason to miss it. Better begin to enjoy heaven from the end. So you will be a stranger here. Yeah, amen. Oh, yes. amen. Hallelujah. The song that I said, I can only imagine. Hallelujah. Welcome to church. Look at your neighbor. Tell your neighbor, hello. hello. You are fearfully and wonderfully baby. You, know? you are agree with me? Hallelujah. Amen. How many minutes do I have? Let me know from the beginning. Hallelujah. Pastor, thank you for... Okay. <laughs> Pastor, thank you for asking me to be of use in God's hands to bring his word to his church. It's a great privilege to talk about God's word. It's not science. It's not a research work. People can present their research works. <laughs> and give every reason why you have to believe their findings. The way you talk about God's word, it can only be said by God. Hallelujah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a great privilege to talk about God's word because it remains forever. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We're going to be looking at God who deals wondrously. If there is something I picked from last week, I hope you also did get this point. That you are a wonder. Yes. Tell yourself, I am a wonder. Because of the Lord. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, when you know that you walk tall, yes. even if you are not tall, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> you walk tall. As far as you're concerned, everybody else is, is just another thing. Yeah. <laughs> Glory to Jesus. Yeah. Who knows what's happening here next Saturday, coming Saturday? Wow. Is this serious? Okay. <laughs> I thought we all know. How many of us will be here coming Saturday? Okay. So, for your information, for those that do not know, next Saturday, coming Saturday, there is going to be an outreach. The Spirit of God wants to bring more people to come and enjoy His presence like we do. And I think, not that I think, I'm sure that is the priority in His heart. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. And that is why He deals wondrously. So, if you love the Lord, if you really love Him, whatever is a priority to Him will be a priority to you. Oh, yes. That's true. So, this is for you to be aware and to plan to be there. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. So, if you don't have this, there are two sections. There are two sessions. Okay. So, there is a session for the workshop and there is a session for the outreach. It's important for you. Hallelujah. Amen. The Lord bless you as you come. All shares will give you this. You can invite your neighbors. Christians from other churches can also learn how to evangelize. Yeah. And mind you, it is not an evangelism team program. Hello? Hello? It's a church program. Yes. 
It's just that it has to do with evangelism. <laughs> Hallelujah. <Yeah. laughs> Praise God. So over the last weeks, we've been looking at God who deals wondrously. Yeah. And last week, we had a description of what wonder means. And God is full of wonders. Full of wonders. God doesn't lack them. The ones you've never seen before, they are in God's repertoire a lot. And God is just itching to show them. Hallelujah. He's just asking who is ready to partner with me in showing my wonder. We're going to read a place from the Bible. Exodus. Exodus chapter 3. Some two weeks ago, Pastor already told us the story of Moses. How many of you remember the story of Moses? And the children of Israel in Egypt. Exodus chapter 3 from verse 16 to 20. We want to find out from the beginning, why does God do wonders? The Bible says, go assemble the elders of Israel and say to them, the Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, appeared to me and said, I have watched over you and have seen what has been done to you in Egypt. And I have promised to bring you up out of your misery in Egypt into the land of the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, or the Ites, a land flowing with milk and honey. The elders of Israel will listen to you. Then you and the elders are to go to the king of Egypt. And say to him, the Lord, the God of the Hebrews has met with us. Let us take a three-day journey into the desert to offer sacrifices to the Lord our God. But I know that the king of Egypt will not let you go unless a mighty hand compels him. So I will stretch out my hand and strike the Egyptians with all the wonders that I will perform among them. After that, he will let you go. You know, this is a message that is quite sensitive to preach, especially if there are Egyptians in the congregation. <laughs> if you are from Egypt, you are forgive us. We didn't cause it. But you know it's in the Bible. That is how damaging history can be. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, my supervisor was telling me that all those things that God did, was it not unfair? <laughs> But you know, it's quick, it's very easy to forget that for 400 years, this boy had been in bondage. <laughs> Nobody mentions that. People just focus on what God did, how unfair it was. <laughs> God does wonders to let his kids go free. Yes. Hallelujah. Now, you have to understand that in the world today, right or wrong, right and wrong, they have been defined by people based on what they like. <laughs> Hallelujah. So what is right to people is taken based on popular opinion. So if many people are saying it is right, then they say it is right. But who can define right or wrong but God? <laughs> the one who gave you the consciousness of what is right or wrong, I think he knows better. Hallelujah. So when circumstances get tough, when the man has tried, done all he could, and yet it looks like things are not moving. The Lord intervenes. He displays his wonder. And he makes the man go free. I don't know whatever circumstance may be holding you down. It may be a medical condition. 
and the doctors have told me their opinion. But I want you to know today that by the wonders of God, reports are rewritten in the name of Jesus. And so every report that is contrary to you, because of the wonders of God, I turn them in your favor. Hallelujah. And this is a reason that is important in God's heart. Second reason. There are many reasons that I will only give you two for the sake of time. I want us to read John chapter 4 verse 47 to 48. A man was in an affliction and he wanted Jesus to intervene. When he heard that Jesus was come out of Judea into Galilee, he went to him and begged him to come and heal his son who was close to death. Dangerous situation that people go through. Verse 48. Then Jesus replied, Unless you people see miraculous signs and wonders, you will never believe. Mm. Hallelujah. In this world we are living today, there are many people who have trained themselves, their mindsets, to only accept things that they can prove with their physical senses. And this community is full of them. Human beings have become so scientific minded. <laughs> so that if it does not appeal to what their eyes can see, what their ears can, what they can feel, they think you are unreasonable. But I better be unreasonable to follow the one who has reason. <laughs> Hallelujah. So part of the reasons why God displays wonder is to help the unbelief of many. And in our generation, we need it much more. Hello? <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, when science has not discovered certain things, it's easy to accept them just like that. But now that science now knows too much. Unless you disprove science by the miraculous, by the wonders of God, some scientists may not believe. That's why I'm praying. We are going to pray today. We are going to pray today. Together in this session, very shortly, I will lead you to pray for my supervisor. <laughs> Hallelujah. I believe when we pray, things happen. Yes. I believe. I believe. I believe. Okay. Now let's look at God's wonders in our time. In our time. We, we've read what happened in the days of Moses. You know, some people keep desiring that they lived in the days of Moses. If you're among them, please stop desiring so. If you desire that you live in the Old Testament, change your mind. Where you are is even better. Yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, the wonders of God in our time, are they still real? Yes. Can they still happen? Yes. Do they still happen? Yes. You know, if you are watching a television station, maybe you are watching CNN, another person is watching BBC, they can't be seeing the same thing at the same time. So it depends on what you are watching. And do you know, do you know, the impression that people have in the world today is formed by what the media pumps into them. If I ask you about Syria, maybe everything you know about Syria is what BBC and CNN told you. But when you talk to a Syrian who is coming from Syria, then you will hear what is happening in Syria. <laughs> Hallelujah. So I want us to look at something from the book of Joel. Joel chapter 2, verse 28 to 31. We want to understand God's wonders in our time. Because... 
It concerns us. We are the ones living now. The days of Jesus have come. Jesus has gone to heaven. And he left us here. <laughs> so what is up for us? In the book of Joel chapter 2 from verse 28, the Bible says, And afterward, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Say all people. All people. All, people. all, people. all Dutch people. All Europeans, all Africans, all Asians, all Americans, all Australians, all Oceanians, all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Say, I will prophesy. Your old man will dream dreams. If you're an old man, say, I will dream dreams. No old man. Your young man will see visions. If you're a young man and a young woman, say, I will see visions. I will see Verse 29. <laughs> Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in, in these days. Yeah. It was said there for us now. Yes. Oh, okay, let's go to verse 30. Now look at where, where, this is the point I want us to pay attention to today. Because the ones we read before, we've been quoting them, isn't it? Yeah. We are very familiar with those scriptures. Now he said, and I will show wonders in the heavens and on the earth, blood and fire and billows of smoke. Now if you go to the next verse, you will see he's talking, okay, just show us the next verse. The sun will be turned to darkness and the moon to blood. Let me ask, have you seen the sun turn to darkness? Who has witnessed the sun turn to darkness? Not yet, eh? It's going to happen. But that's giving us an idea that these are sequence of events. So before the sun will turn to darkness and moon will turn to blood, there is first of all the showing of God's wonders. Yes. Mm. Amen. Amen. Yes. And blessed is that generation that will live in such a time. And we are. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, this is a prophecy given by Prophet Joel many years back. And you know, on the day of Pentecost, Hallelujah. On the day of, Holy, of, of Pentecost, when the Holy Ghost showed up, when the Holy Ghost showed up, it was a different story. I don't know who you are. All you need is to be filled with the Holy Ghost. You know, a lot of, you tell a lot of stories. You have a lot of excuses. Why, 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 why? Once you are filled with the Holy Ghost, the stories will change. Amen. Let's see the book of Acts chapter 2. Marco San Calabas, verse 16 to 20. You know, you, you know when, when, when these guys were drunk in the Holy Ghost, they couldn't be contained anymore. That upper room became so small. They had to, they had to escape through the upper room downstairs. And people saw them. Some said, these guys are drunk. And Peter spoke and said, no. This is that. This is that. Hallelujah. Can you give me the key? Yes. Or this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. What did he say? Okay, can we read together? It shall come to pass in these last days, saith God, I will pour out my spirit upon all people. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. And my servants on my hand, I will pour out in those days my spirit, and they shall prophesy. Now, you see Peter echoing that prophecy. I am so excited that Brother Peter didn't stop at just speaking in tongues yes. and prophesying. He completed the prophecy. Because in today's generation, what many people do, when they talk about the Holy Ghost,
figures and prophecy. And they omit this part of the wonders of God. Yes. Which are very fundamental to the faith that we believe. Yes. So let's look at verse 20. That's why I'm, I'm interested. Verse 19. This is Peter quote. He said, Then I will show wonders in heaven above and signs in the earth beneath, blood and fire, vapor and smoke. Now the question is, when he was quoting these things, they were already prophesying and speaking in tongues, isn't it? But wonders didn't show yet. Eh? Although that in itself was a wonder to many people. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's go to the, 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 the last verse I put in that bulletin. The verse number 43. So this all happened within the same space of time. Verse 43. It says, And fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. Question for you. God said, I will show wonders. Through of us. Who was doing the wonders here? <laughs> By the apostles. Did you see that? Which means God did not jump down from heaven and appear. And God, now wonders appear. <laughs> no. God had to use them. Yes. Now if God used them, that means God can use us. Yes. And that means we need to know what these guys knew. <laughs> Hallelujah. So we're talking about God's wonders in our time. And you realize that they didn't do any wonders until the Holy Ghost came. Which means that God's wonders in our time is by the Holy Ghost. Amen. By the Holy Ghost. I will soon be ending. As you can see, that's the end of what we have in that bulletin. Because I want us to pray and put this to practice. Hallelujah. As a believer, see. Oh my goodness. When Christians understand who they really are. All this discussion about different religions will end. Because we're not a religion. No, no, we're not a religion. You're not a religious person. That you come to church doesn't make you religious. You have a reason for coming. Because you know you have a relationship with God. Now what we need to move is to move from just these routine levels of doing things that will make them make, that makes we see us as religious. To going and walking in the realms of the spirit. That will bring to manifestation these wonders of God. And see, when believers learn this, the world will be turned upside down. Mm. If you read the truth of this guy, the Bible will say that, they were, that these are the men that turned the world upside down. Pastor, you say right side up. Mm. <laughs> because the world is already scattered. Don't you see? Yeah. <laughs> the world needs to be arranged. Yeah. And believers are the ones that should arrange the world. Yeah. I don't know if you are ready. Oh. Now, so we are talking about the Holy Ghost. So the ministry of the Holy Ghost is for us to understand. And once we understand the ministry of the Holy Ghost, who he is, you find that your prayer point will change. Your response to circumstances will change. In fact, you wouldn't need anybody to lay hands on you anymore. You will just lay hands on yourself. Maybe, maybe, maybe your body is feeling funny. Your body is feeling funny. You don't understand. And you don't want to make a mistake and find out what the doctor will think, he has a lot to tell you. <laughs> Before he goes from level one to level two, you lay hands and say, in the name of Jesus, body, complete. Yeah. Yeah. And once you say it, it is done. Yeah. You know, the problem is many people, after saying such a thing, for those that manage to say it, they begin to check. <laughs> <laughs> it is getting worse. And they say, hey, maybe I need to go to the doctor now. Yeah. <laughs> so the Lord will help us to understand the spirit. 
And uh, it requires teaching. It's not what we can talk about just within the time of the sermon. I want to, I want to plead with you. For those of you that don't go to house fellowships. Because see, when you go to this session, you see how short it is. It has ended. It has ended. But one thing I know, God has deposited seeds of his word in your spirit. Because he said, so shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. <laughs> it's not returning void on him. Now what you need to do is to nurture that seed you've got in your spirit. As you've heard the sound of these words come to you, talking about what God can do. It's deposited in your spirit. Now the good thing, or I don't know, they, well, I call it good because in some, to some people it's not good, but it is good anyway. You don't feel it in your, you don't feel it in your skin. It is there in your spirit. Oh, yes. Now you need to nurture it. The Bible says Paul planted Apollos water and God gave the increase. Yeah. Now how do you nurture it? That's what I'm recommending to you. Find a house fellowship close to you. Because in the house fellowship, you share fellowship with the brethren. Yeah. And you talk about this. He said, did you hear what we had last Sunday? That I'm a wonder. How can that be? Oh, it's in the Bible. I am a wonder. Now as you talk about you are what you are sharpening yourself. Oh, your senses are adjusting to this reality. Hey, and you know, before you know it, your body begins to understand the language of the spirit. Oh, yes. oh my goodness. You begin to function from your spirit, man. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. Amen. May you rest on your feet. We're going to make a declaration about God's wonders in our time. Oh, you're going to say, the word of God is my life. Say after me. The word of God is my life. I live by the word of God. I have the Holy Ghost in me. The Holy Ghost is one in me. I walk by the Holy Ghost. I recognize the Holy Ghost. The wonders of the Holy Ghost find expression in me. And by the Holy Ghost, I do wonders. I want to convert that to a prayer point for yourself. I walk in the wonders of the Holy Ghost. I am a wonder to my generation. I am a wonder unto men. Because the Holy Ghost is at work in me. I go pray with the work of the Spirit in me. In the name of Jesus, I am on the advantage. Because the Holy Ghost has made me a wonder. I manifest the wonder of the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus, I can never be down. I am always on top. I am always high by the power of the Holy Ghost.
which meant that he was carrying the glory inside all along. But by that manifestation, it came out. Now, the glory of God is tabernacle in your spirit. Heavily. Oh, heavily. I mean heavily. 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 And he's begging to come out. He's longing to show forth. He's longing to show. The Bible says that we have this treasure in jars of clay. That the excellency, the perfection of this manifestation will be of God. That when men look at us, they look at this small-sized man. Hey, but this thing that he's doing, it can only be God. I want you to declare over yourself, I manifested the virtues of the Holy Ghost from inside Acts. In the name of Jesus. Sweet Holy Ghost, because of your residence in me, I preach for eternal treasures. I pray for divine graces. I manifest your wonders from inside. In the name of Jesus, circumstances will pass. 